Welcome to Coffee with Kojo, a podcast produced by students in the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. My name is Rocky Daly, and I'm an associate professor in the school. Coffee with Kojo is hosted by graduate student McCade Iverson. This episode features a conversation with Jim Helland, journalism instructor in the School of Communication and Journalism. McCade sat down with Jim earlier this week. My understanding, you are pretty popular among students in the department. So what is it that you enjoy most about teaching and interacting with aspiring journalists? McCade, I always thought journalism was a really neat job. Whether I was out reporting and meeting interesting people, or whether I was uh, designing pages for the sports pages at the Argus or, or the news pages, that was great fun for me. And I just thought it was, a, uh, like I said, a great way to... Uh, to get paid, right? <laughs> you know, and a, a good way to spend your life because I think it's really important that we have journalists. So, you know, uh, I I like sharing my experiences uh, with the students, trying to show them uh, how fun it is to tell your community stories, and and like I said, just meet ridiculously interesting people, uh, and and get to dig into really interesting issues. So. Um, uh, like I said, uh, I tell students that, you know, there are some jobs where you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, darn, you know, I got to go to work. What a bummer. But you got to, right? You know, you mm-hmm. want to, you want a car, you want to eat, you want to, you know, you want a house. Uh, that was never a problem for me with journalism. I'd get up just about every day and think, hey, this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. So um, I think that's what I enjoy most about it, just being able to show that to students. And I'm sure that's, you know, nice for them to see somebody who's so passionate about it and doesn't necessarily, like you said, it's not, it's not necessarily always a job if it's something that you, you know, actually enjoy doing every day. So yeah, no doubt if you can like your job, you know, you're there eight hours a day at least, but if you like it, genuinely like it, uh, that day goes a lot faster. You've probably had a job where, where you were a clock watcher, right? Um, I had jobs like that when I was a kid, and you know I remember being a carryout at a grocery store, and and we'd work a five-hour shift, and it seemed like it took two hundred years, right? And you're like, man, this day's never going to get over. You in journalism, you are a what I call a reverse clock watcher. The day goes by so fast, you almost want to put more hours into your workday because you know, oh, wow, you know, it's it's a quarter to five and it's already quarter to five and uh, just about time to go home and, you know, it'd be nice to have another hour, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true. I mean, definitely as you get older and you get into more of the positions that you actually enjoy being in, like you've mentioned, it's almost like there's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> like it's like all of a sudden it's time to go home and I just, I I want to keep doing stuff because it's a lot of projects that I find exciting. So another thing that I wanted to ask you was for everybody to get to know you a little bit outside of your um, teaching role, your instructor role, what are some of your favorite things to do outside of the office? Do you have any hobbies that people may not know about or anything like that? I'm uh, McCain. I'm a horribly boring person. Oh no! <laughs> away, away from here. You know, it's it's my hobbies would be I, I love to read and I like to read news, uh, and and I I like nonfiction books. So there's that. Of course, uh, I mean, 
I'm really lucky because uh, uh, my family likes sports, so I I watch sports a lot um, if I can. Uh, so there's I guess there's that, and then I have a 13 year old kid, and, and and I guess our newest hobby, and because of him, is one. He has taken an interest in 1970s and 1980s movies and music. Oh, okay. So, so we've watched uh, all sorts of movies uh, from like Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Stripes yeah. and yeah. <laughs> even, even One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And I recently got him, a, he was interested in vinyl records. So I got him a fair, I didn't know how interested. So I got him a fairly inexpensive little vinyl record player from Walmart. And so he is now kind of uh, exploring the vinyl record world, which I hadn't had vinyl records since the, Gosh, I guess the '80s probably, and so that's that's kind of our newest hobby. Yeah, I feel like vinyl records are kind of making a comeback. Well, they it, are. You, I mean, you can. Uh, and he again, he likes. Uh, he he got a uh, an Eagles album and a Rolling a Rolling Stones album, and uh, darn it, I'm oh a Queen album, and then uh, what else was it? Uh, Pink Floyd. Okay, so I, I was. Sh- fairly shocked by that i don't yeah. know where, where he came up with that or where he heard about these uh groups but he mm-hmm. he's listening to them so we'll see how big the album collection gets i don't know yeah yeah you said he's 13 yeah okay what got do you know what got him initially interested in all this 70s stuff you know i i really don't it's been uh, it's happened uh, i guess in the last few months and uh, you know, it's possible. Maybe we just watch. He might have saw a movie. I think probably what happened is, whether it was on Netflix or some other streaming service, we watched a '70s movie, and maybe it was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I can't quite remember, but that I think it was something like that kind of got him interested. And then, you know, we we showed him a couple of other ones, like I said, Stripes, and and he just all of a sudden, you know, he wanted to see more of those, right? So we still have to watch The Breakfast Club, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones too. But we we do have The Breakfast Club in our uh, in our possession, but haven't seen that yet. Maybe this weekend. I don't know. Oh huh, yeah, that that's so interesting to me. I I couldn't tell you the last. I mean, yeah, I've seen all of those movies, but I couldn't tell you the last time I've watched them. Or you know, I might even have a hard time telling you what exactly happens just because it's it's been so long. But it kind of makes me want to dive back into those because it's so i mean they're classics so they are and and what you just said happened to me i it's been so long since i had seen them there have been a couple of times when like oh my gosh i forgot all about this scene and i'm not sure a 13 year old should be watching (laughs) so so we have to have the talk and uh you know he can't be saying words like that and doing stuff like that right sure sure is he do you guys kind of get into like newer movies too, or is it? Because um, I mean, watching a movie now is obviously very a very different experience than it would have been back then. So, um, is he kind of just a movie buff altogether? Or? Yeah, he does. I mean, he's he's liked you know. I'm trying to think. Oh, the any uh, superhero movie, the Avengers, and all that kind of stuff. He he definitely likes that. Um, and so, yeah, he does. He is into new movies. Um, I'm just, and like I say, he loves the star Wars movies and anytime there's a new movie, uh, like that, he'll want to go to it. It's been, he hasn't been to, he likes the movie theaters too, mm-hmm. but of course 
haven't really been able to do that for a while. Right, right. So he, yeah, he, yeah, he kind of misses that. And so I told him, you know, hey, you should be a, you should write movie reviews. And he wasn't quite sure what I was talking about. So I, I got some, uh, you know, I, I kind of watch on the wire for, uh, for movies and uh, uh, movie reviews rather, and and he'll read them. And I can't, I can't remember which one I showed him recently. And he was pretty mad about it because he thought that the reviewer, the reviewer was completely off. And who is this knucklehead? And I said, well, there you go. You know, at least it's got you talking and it's got, that's, that's what they do. That, you know, it's, you're not always going to agree with them, but he's always, uh, he's always scouting Rotten Tomatoes and telling me what, yeah, this movie got this and I'm surprised by this and, and sometimes when he's arguing whether he whether or not he's old enough to watch a movie, he likes to go to Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it is, whatever site it is, and tell me this is how many times they swear and this is what it is and <laughs> this is why you should let me watch it and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, he's uh, he's always about two steps ahead of me. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I was. Gonna, I mean, he must be ready, you know, with his research and. Yeah, ready to make a case for himself all the time. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, so you mentioned you were into sports. Um, I'm personally not a big sports person, but I always appreciate people who are because I know they're usually pretty passionate about certain teams, certain sports. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, you know, you said passionate. I, I'm. I was a sports writer, so they kind of try and take the passion out of you so you're not cheering in the press box and all that kind of stuff sure so i'm not a i'm not a crazy fan you know i will i will look at uh facebook groups uh, for the vikings and twins and man there are some like you say passionate crazy people who their life revolves around sports and i'm not quite there but um i do just like to to watch the competition you know so i i love football and uh, baseball, probably the first two things that I would be most likely to watch, but I love watching hockey and NBA basketball and college basketball. So, and I have a wife who, uh, when she was here, she was a two sport athlete at SDSU. She played uh, softball and volleyball. So she loves sports. So, okay. um, you know, it's not unusual to on any night there's, there's either going to be sports on or there's going to be new shows on at our house usually. Sure. Yeah. I'm kind of like you in the sense of, I am like, like I said, and I've mentioned in a past podcast before, I'm not a huge sports person, but I am. I do like to go to sporting events. I like the atmosphere. I think it's um, a fun time. Yeah. I definitely have friends and family who are very, very passionate and, you know, you know, pace back and forth in the living room during a game, scream at their TV. So that that's kind of entertaining for me to watch too, but, but yeah. So, and then, so for our listeners um, listening to this right now, we are currently on our second consecutive day of the, the first snowfall mm-hmm. of the year. Are you, are you a fan of snow South Dakota winters in general? Do you, do you like this kind of stuff? <laughs> no, <Okay. laughs> not really. You know, I mean, I, I don't mind fall. Fall is probably eh, probably my favorite season, I guess, partially because of football, but partially because of the weather. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, you know, 65 degree to 70 degree day. But, man, once it gets to the cold and especially the wind, definitely, yeah. not, definitely not a fan. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I have a lot of friends who are really into like snowmobiling, mm-hmm. um, sledding, all of that kind of stuff. And I always, I wish I could be, and I am to an extent, but just not to the level that they're. And I'm always so jealous because it's like, if I could find some joy in this, <laughs> that would be great. But nine out of 10 times, I just, I just can't. So it's, it's rough for me, but. Yeah, I, you know, same here. I, uh, I like to, one of the things I like to do for exercise is walk. And so, and I do all winter, but man, there are some days it's when it's 20 or 15 degrees with a 25 mile an hour wind Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh man, really? (laughs) But I I Mm -hmm. still try to get out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's always, of course, you know, walking through campus and always, well, really anywhere at all. And just, I, I find myself always being ready to catch myself slipping on ice (laughs) because I definitely have had, that's another thing I've talked about in the past episode of the podcast is I have definitely had my fair share of slipping on ice in front of enough people. (laughs) And so that's always another thing that I am just always working on is just staying afloat at least (laughs) oh yeah i mean i have uh i have taken a spill or two especially when you have a crazy dog and you're holding her leash and she's trying to you know go 10 different directions at once that's a that's a really good way to fall down (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah what kind of dog is it uh we have a golden retriever okay okay so does she get pretty interested if other people are walking by driving by yeah, she she very much likes people and other dogs and mm-hmm. uh, and doesn't listen very well about yeah. that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I suppose that would probably make standing up and on top of ice a little a little trickier. So <laughs> we'll kind of start to wrap things up here, I suppose. And you know, this is obviously a year that is not like any other. So despite everything going on right now, what is something that you're looking forward to? in the remainder of the, this academic year? Something I look at. Yeah. Um, hmm. I always look forward, I guess, to the progress that students make, uh, in their writing, you know, from the, the first, uh, you know, from August to where they're just not sure about how to go about even reporting the story to hopefully in December where they have written a good, well-organized story that has at least three sources and that it has a really good chance to be published. I just, anytime I grab, you know, uh, I like to, by the way, I like to edit on paper with pencil just because I don't know why I'm old. I don't know. But anytime I doubt or I print out a student's, uh, you know, story, I'm always very hopeful uh, that, you know what, this is, this is going to be really good and it is going to be ready to go. Uh, for the Collegian or sometimes uh, the uh, Brookings Register or the Mobridge Tribune or wherever it is that we're hoping to publish it. But I just, I just, like I said, I like seeing the progress because I always tell students, you know, writing a, writing a, a journalism story to be published and have thousands of people look at it, that is a very complex, difficult thing to do that most people can't do. And if you can do it, you know, you have a really great skill. So uh, the more that they develop and the better writers they become, that's the thing I look forward to the most. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I I wasn't a Kodro student 
at, in undergrad at SCSU. Do you teach freshmen through seniors? I do, yeah. Okay. That's, an, that's another good thing. I see just about all of them in basic news writing, and then I see them all again in media law. So even the advertising students, um, uh, which I, you know, I don't, I see them twice. So I get to know them fairly well. Uh, but then a lot of the journalism students, I have, of course, three or four classes other than that. So mm -hmm. um, then I can get to know those guys really well. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose it, especially for the journal, journalism students, I'm sure you see quite the progression like you were talking about. Yeah, from, you know, from what, the beginning of one class to the end of it, but definitely from, you know, first walking into college to, you know, leaving, so. Well, yeah, so now, for instance, I see, you know, I can remember, uh, say, Scott Engen on, on Dakota News Now. I remember when he was a freshman all the way up to now, and I watch him, you know, I'll go home at five, six, whatever, and there's Scott on TV or, or uh, Mackenzie Huber's writing stories in the Argus Leader, and that's just kind of neat to see. Yeah, absolutely, yeah to know that you were able to have a part in their, in their journey there must be pretty cool for you. So that is, that's fun. So, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to point out? Well, while we had you here, any projects oh, to promote or anything like that? I would just uh, in, encourage uh, everybody to uh, either go to journalism club or PRSSA or advertising club uh, and uh, you know, kind of hang out with those students because there's a lot of good things going on. We often will have uh, somebody, uh, an alum, uh, zoom, zoom in, and, or sometimes they come up here, or sometimes we travel to them. And uh, so they're just interesting people, and you get an idea of what life is like when you're done. For instance, a couple weeks ago, the journalism club uh, Zoomed with Gabrielle Primus, who is in Green Bay at a television station there she graduated in may and she was able to she uh, you know she gave a great talk about you know what life is like what five or six months whatever it's been since uh since graduation so i would just uh journalism club uh is on thursday nights at five uh every other week so not this thursday uh but but next thursday we'll be there sure awesome sounds good well, Jim, thank you again for being on the podcast today. We learned a lot. Well, thanks for having me. This podcast is a property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through AMP Music. <laughs>